Welcome to Film Shapes. The podcast. Wow, that was a weird one. <laughs> you said too much. No, that was fine. All right. Hey, how you going? Yeah, good. One guy took them all down with his bare hands. <laughs> He's still in there. Turn around, mister. Let me see your hands. Oh, sorry. Uh, this is uh, Film Shapes, the podcast. Um, but today we're going to look at the best and the worst of 2017, which I've, um, I've just run through from my notes from last year. Now, these are, um, these are films not necessarily from 2017. Um, yeah, that confused me at yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's probably a bit odd to do it this way, but, ah, you know, it's, mm. how I've, it's how I've decided to do it. I've done it for about five years, I suppose, now. You, you know what you're doing. <laughs> Some, nobody has suggested that. I've got an important task. Today, go on. Um, I'm going to be reading out the names of the films. Mm, mm. And if you've, of course, how many have you seen of these? Twenty in total. Maybe six. That's all right. Okay. No worries. All right. So, um, should well, we should we start? Yeah. Well, we're going to go from the worst movies that I saw last year, um, from ten to one. Shall we give it a crack? Let's give it a go. What's number ten, Rolly? Number ten is your name. 2016. Yeah, okay. This is a Japanese animation. It, it was very big in Japan and I think even outside. I, I was more disappointed than than full of hate for this. It wasn't bad. It was just I've got to fill the 10 spots, you know. So it's probably the best of the worst, okay. if you know what I mean. It's, Hence number 10. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number nine, mm. Madagascar. Mm. 2005. What was wrong with Madagascar? That was a great film. My, I think my daughter watched a bit of this at school and so I thought I'll, I'll, I'll get it and um, show her the rest of it and whatever, but great. Well, in a, as a kid's film, that yeah. scene, I think it's the first one with the plane, where they get the plane off the ground. Are they? That might, I, no, maybe. that wasn't in it. Oh. Is that a, they've done a few of these films, oh, haven't they? Yeah, they have. They have. Um, that maybe that was the, the second they're on a ship in this one. They get stuck on an island. Oh, yeah, they start at the zoo. Or oh, the island of Madagascar, I assume. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I thought just it's full of cliches. Most kids' films are full of cliches that don't need to be there because kids don't know them. What sort of cliche? They are? Just like things like, it's showtime and just rubbish. You know, that, well, <laughs> Is what? that making it more entertaining or... No. Tolerable for the adults or is that the idea though that uh, the adults taking their kids to the cinema will... Yeah, fair point. Yeah. But but kids don't have to be brainwashed by these cliches because give them something new and they can make them into cliches if they like in the you know in their lifetime. But I don't know, it's just tired. It, it, it's writers who who don't have any idea. They just think, oh, well, let's use that. Let's, this yeah. is what we sound like, so let's say that. Useless. We could do much better. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. No. Number eight, The Mummy, 2017. I don't mm. think. Was that a 2017? What? There's been. It was this year, yeah. What mummy number is that, though? Oh, you're not. No, no, you're not talking about the Brendan Fraser, Rachel, Rachel Vice Yeah, the, films? you know, the big Egyptian mummy. It, it's, it's, what mummy is this? No, no, no. This is. Um, it's kind of a reboot, I guess. They, the studio, and I think it's Universal. Uh, probably should have checked that, but they want to. Create, I suppose, a shared universe of all their monsters from the old days, the, the Wolf Man and the Invisible oh, Man, okay. etc. It sounded like a reasonably yeah, it sounds like potential good idea, but fell flat. This was rubbish, and actually, it it seems like they've they've 
shelved the idea because of the poor reviews for this one. It's um, it's nonsense. Yeah. Okay, this next one I had I didn't even hear of this one. It's actually a 2016 film, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm surprised because it's got Brad Pitt. Yeah, in it. Yeah, Allied. Yeah. Hmm. I suppose they were dressing this up as a kind of um, uh, a little bit like the English Patient for the 2010s, possibly. Um, it, it wasn't. Again, it wasn't awful. It was just pretty dull and and formulaic. I watched it because. It's Marion Cotillard. She's my favourite actress, but even she couldn't lift this. Sadly. I noticed you described it as a, a wet fizzler. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of just, there's no tension. It sort of dips out, in and out. It's, okay. It's, it, yeah, and it, this director is Robert Zemeckis, which you may know of. It rings oh, a bell. What's he, what's he done? He's done, well, he's done Back to the Future. Oh. Forrest Gump. Yeah, Contact, okay. which probably I think is his best film, Contact. Oh, yeah, I liked Contact. Um, Romancing the Stone from way back in the 80s. <laughs> okay. Um, he's got some pedigree, but, yeah, he's, he's he, and his most recent uh, big film, I suppose, was called Flight with Denzel Washington, and that was also a stinker. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that, but that um, that's where the f- uh, plane goes upside down, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's the, yeah. the good scene, that the good the, scene in the film. Yeah, I hate that when you see the best scenes in the preview. Yeah, they did that a lot, people. Yeah. Okay, number six, Kong, Skull Island. <laughs> yeah, again. Um, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, there's got, it's, it's a great cast, Hiddleston and John Brie Goodman. Larson, John Goodman, yeah. Um. But nothing new. Nothing. This whole top ten is just—it's just like hours and hours of boredom. Wow. Really, really. Okay. Well, let's not um, let's not stretch it out too long. Then. <laughs> Number five, mm. the man from Uncle. Mm, shite. Twenty fifteen. Shite. Just yeah. shite. Guy Ritchie. He's again. Well, you know, I, I liked his original films. Original, but his first films, Lockstock and Snatch, and then he just went off a cliff for me. Haven't seen the film, but um, curious one, reading your review, Daikon for dinner, anyone? What's, oh, uh, right. I should explain there? that. Yeah. in Well, you know, here, here in the West, I suppose, um, it's called wooden acting. You know, if somebody's wooden, they're very unnatural and stiff. And right. In Japan, it's called Daikon Yakusha, <laughs> which means um, Daikon acting. Like radish acting. Yes. Like a piece of radish, which is pretty odd. I'd rather watch a radish trying to act than a piece of wood, I think. But, <laughs> but yeah, that's um, I, I, yeah, I thought I had to explain wow. that. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, number four, The Dark Tower, twenty seventeen. Ah, uh, don't know. It's a Stephen King um, adaptation, and it's mm, it, it's confusing for me. I'll, I'll admit, I'm not a Stephen King fan, but what's this? I don't know. Maybe what? you just didn't get it. Maybe I didn't get it. Okay, but no- it's up there at four. Yeah. Number three. Crying Out for Love in the Centre of the World from 2004. Crying Out Love. Yeah. Sorry. Which is, I guess they're crying out, love. Love. I don't know. Yeah. It's a Japanese film again. Um, Oh, snore fest. It was very long and it had this, the centre of the world I think is supposed to be Uluru. Oh, really? Yeah. The final probably five minutes of the film has these two. I'm sorry, I'm giving it away. So it goes to Central Australia. Yeah. And um, for nothing. For no reason. It's it's ridiculous. They're, they're there in a, a car, it breaks down or they get dropped off or something and they're just standing there looking up at the sky. And what goes before... That's boring. And what goes before is also boring. 
But it's based on a young adult novel, I think, in Japan, and it was a pretty big hit back then too. So, Okay, number two, Jack Reacher, <laughs> Never Go Back from never, 2016. Never go back. He is shouldn't that, have fucking gone back. the second Jack Reacher It is film? the second one. The first one was passable, I thought. I saw that first one and I, I mm. thought it was so cheaply done. Mm-hmm. And then I think a while later, I think maybe I realised we were probably watching a, um, a cam copy. <laughs> I maybe thought, not. It, I thought it looks like home video. Mm. This, it looks like it's shot on a... Yeah, maybe. But, but, but it mm. wasn't... I mean, there's a car chase in that, which is very grungy. Um, it's kind of paired back a bit. It's not bad. There's a fight that's okay. I mean, it, but, but this one is ten times worse. Okay. I've got yeah. to see... This is the one film on your worst list I do want to see. This one? For some reason, yeah. Because I want to laugh at it. Okay. Yeah. You know, we like to look at a Tom Cruise film. Yeah. There's a really terrible... It's obviously Cruise has his fingers in, in many films. Like, he's got a lot of power. And there's a there's an ending here that just makes me think, he's just doing this for his own glory. Well, it's, yeah, that's his thing. Sure, but it's a terrible ending. Terrible. Oh, I'm not going to tell you what it is. It's, okay, can I read uh, your review from number one here? Which is? Assassin's Creed. Mm. One word review. I think you've... This is an achievement for you. One word. You've parred it down to just one thing. And it's mm. not shit. No. Not a swear word. It is. Why? Mm. Why? It said in that in that tone too. Yeah. The director's an Aussie fella called Justin Kurzel who did Snowtown and uh, Macbeth with the with the two leads from this. I mean, this is Cotillard Snowtown, again. that was a bleak film. I haven't it? seen that yet. Oh, really? No, no. Ooh. Building up the courage. Oh, yeah. Um, prepared. <clears throat> yeah, but this, I don't know. I'm not a gamer. Maybe this is the reason it's based on a game and I didn't get into the game. So I don't know. But mm. but look at look at the cast again, Fassbender and, and Cotillard, two pretty good actors. And they've, they were in Macbeth for the same director and they've gone and tried this one. And it's whew, just rubbish. Why? Why? Again, nonsense, hard to follow, um, pointless, very boring. Sorry. All right, let's lift... Lift things a little bit. Shall we here. lift our spirits? The Wolf of Wall Street, number 10 of the best films of the year. Actually, a 2013 film. <laughs> yeah, I finally got around to watching this. I, uh, I, you know, this is a long movie, but very well made. It Scorsese, was long. Yeah, Scorsese it was good. great, yeah. I remember um, uh, one of the, my fellow teachers in Japan recommended to an old lady that she watch this movie, one of his students, mm-hmm. and she, she came back to school and was almost going to complain about him for recommending this <laughs> film. <laughs> so dirty. It does, yeah. It's probably not an old lady film. No, it's not. No, but it's it's well done. Yeah. Um, great. Okay, number mm. nine, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, I had a great time with this one. Good fun. Yeah, very funny. It's it's Marvel, so it's well well set up. And um, Taika Waititi, the, the Kiwi fella who um, directed it. What else has he done? He did uh, Hunt for the Wilder People, uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Okay. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's got a good sense of humour. Okay, should we move on? Yeah. Uh, number eight, Only Lovers Left Alive from mm. 2013. Hmm. Oh, Jarmusch film. Yeah, yeah, Jim Jarmusch. Good. It's good to see him back on form here. Um, this is Tom Hiddleston and Tilda Swinton as vampires. Um, and it's pretty funny. It's, it's a sort of black comedy I was going to say, do we really need another vampire film? But it was 2013, wasn't it? Yeah. And so. and I think this one's quite different. It's not aiming at the sort of um, 
hey, vampires are really cool, aren't they? Kind of crowd. It's it's more. Uh, it's, I guess it's using them as uh, uh, a general ennui of society. They're sort of um, mirroring that. It's good. It's very funny. It's very, very slow as Jarmusch films can be, but interesting. A lot to think about. Number seven, T two train spotting. Yeah, I was a little bit apprehensive going into this, as you can imagine, because I really mm. liked the first one. It, you know, many people did. They did indeed. Um, had you see, have you seen this? Never saw the first That's one. That's right. Never saw I, the second one. <laughs> it's the I first. think at the time I refused to see it because everyone was saying how cool it was. And Right. But it was. Yeah. I you think it was around it. that time when, yeah, heroin, mm. heroin was quite cool oh, right. for a while there. Heroin is so passe. And then it sort of went out of fashion and, you know, maybe this uh, is heralding a new, I don't know. I'd, just, I'd check it out. As a, as a film, it's pretty good. It, and this one, this follow-up, um, it's good to see the characters again. That's what I really liked. Begbie, you know, come on. It's, he's, a, he's a great... He, I, if you'd seen this when you should have, you'd be going, yes, I know what you mean, yes. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. It's a, it's a nice um, little nostalgic... A bit too... I mean, it gets a little bit too nostalgic at one, one or two points in there, but no, it's well made. Good hands. Director came back. Writer came back. I think yeah. the musician... The, the muso... Music? What am I trying to say? Composer came back as well. So, so uh, an achievement because this could have been done quite badly. I yes, yeah, imagine. yeah. But this is a one of two films in the top ten who are retreading old ground. But we'll get to that one soonish. Okay, number mm. six, three billboards, billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah, this is a relative, twenty seventeen. Very new, isn't it? Yeah, I saw this one just at the end of twenty seventeen. I saw this last week, actually. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about it though, so we won't probably go into we'll, too much detail. Yeah, I'd like to do a, a full pod on that one in the future. Maybe next week we'll see. I, I really enjoyed it; thought it was great. It probably could have even been higher than six for me, but there's a lot of good films this year, actually. So. Okay, uh, number five. We're getting up there. Rogue One, 2016. Mm. Now that I is that a yeah? I, I guess I saw that January second or third. Very. Well, almost a year ago, probably a bit more than a year ago. So it just—I think it's the earliest good film I saw that year, and fantastic. Compare it to—you um, liked it more than this year's film. Oh yeah, Jesus. Yeah, 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 a lot. I mean, I don't know because it's standalone; they didn't have to really tie it into the the, the body of work. Well, I'm not sure why, but it's maybe it's a good, well directed. It's better, better written. It's good. Mm, okay. All right. I'll leave mm. you to your opinion there. Number four, <laughs> Sing Street 2016. Yeah. We actually fun. did mm. do a, re- a, a review that's now hidden of this one, <laughs> but it was quite a long talk. It was about it? Four, was 30, 45 minutes or something. For, yeah, something like, something yeah. like that. Quite a long time for us. Yeah. Good um, film though. Yeah, you liked it? I liked Yeah, mm. I enjoyed the film. Yeah. It's quite sweet, isn't it? Yes. It is coming of age kind of film. Yeah. And, yeah, with some good uh, good music there, and it's, it's some great a, accents. Great accents. Yeah, um, I thought, you know, it on the face of it, there's a, it's just a bunch of kids um, putting together a band, right? But actually, behind all that, there's some pretty bleak shit going on, isn't there? Like there's oh, definitely. There, there's, there's kitchen sink fights with the parents and split yeah. ups, and there's um, a brother who's a waster, 
I think there's, there was a lot of different elements which came together to make it work mm. overall as a film, yeah. which was quite good. And, and it keeps your spirits high regardless, but it's, yeah, it's really well done. Yeah, I did like the ending. Yeah. Mm. Uh, number three, mm-hmm. Blade Runner 2049. Right. Very high in the list. I liked this. Yeah. You saw oh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it was better than the first one. Oh, well, that's just crazy talk. <laughs> Stop the that, pod. That'll Stop. get me murdered, won't it? <laughs> Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, I, my, you know, just it, last night, uh, mm-hmm. my wife watched the original. And she, oh, yeah. She finished it and she said, it's not that great a film. Oh, she's wrong. Get her in. I think. Get, get her in. Yeah, I think she'll have plenty to say on the matter, I think. Sure, okay. <laughs> I, I think I can guess where she's going. But no. no. I, but this film. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I thought this film worked really well and it had. Well, you amazing... had to see it, but, but you had to see it in two sittings. I'm pointing my finger at you right that now. Is, that's only because I ran out of time. It's oh, not okay. because I got bored. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, I might have been a little bit sleepy, but I was running out of time to go to bed. My ass was hurting. <laughs> to, to go to bed, for fuck's sake. Um, no, no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was okay. good. Okay. I, I, better than the first? Really? Okay. Watching now? Mm. So you watch, in 2017, watch the original and then watch this one. I saw the original that two years ago. Yeah. Again and again, yes. Yeah. But you've, you're you're biased from your original viewing of it when it was. You mean you know, erase my memory and watch it fresh? If you could erase your memory and watch well, it, that's probably going to happen in about twenty years. Anyway. Yeah. I could try. Well, that's the great thing with all these films. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, no, I thought it was. It, let's go back to this one. I mean, this is really well done. Very well made. Great are we, director. Are we going to do a talk on this one coming up? Um. If we run out of film, new films, we can go back to this. So maybe mm. we'll just keep it trim. But th- let me just say this director is great. I will say it's been a while since I've seen the original one and I did get a bit confused, but it's, there's quite a bit mm. going on plot-wise in this, isn't there? Yeah. It possibly a bit too much. That's why I prefer yeah. the, the first one. There are a few few many strands, yeah. maybe a few but too that many. that gave it a sense of depth as yeah. well. Yeah. So. yeah, and he didn't mind, um, didn't and doesn't mind Stretching things out a bit, he's not a, a kind of um, energetic yeah, director. It's, it's a long know. film. Yeah, but you know, necessarily, I think needs to be. Anyway, that, it's it's very well done. Okay, number two, Logan, twenty seventeen. Mm, yes, this was yeah. It didn't really um, hit my radar at all. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, it, it's the final outing for the Wolverine. As played by Hugh Jackman. Um, Interesting in to X-Men. see it so high on the list. Oh, it's v- fantastic. It's not what you'd expect from a comic book story. I think it's probably the best comic book film made. I, yeah, I'd have to think about the other ones I've seen. It, it's just very, very bleak and very sort of um, poignant, I suppose. It's, Are you a fan of Hugh Jackman generally? Yeah, yeah I like him. He's a good guy. I don't, he's not one of my favourite actors, but I think he fits this role very well. He has done. You know, this is the one that made him, I suppose, this role. And mm. he's decided that's the end. I want to end it on a, on a, you know, really stylish finale. And he has done. It's great. Some really tense scenes in this too. It's, it's well done, well made. Okay, definitely worth checking out. Oh, I think uh, so. I'm going to drum roll for the number one film of okay. 2017. It is a 2017 film. Dunkirk. Yes, 
Yeah, Duncan, we've talked about this, haven't we? On a we have. Before. I think, yeah. was this the first Film Shapes podcast we did? Maybe. Yeah, I think it was. Um, I still like it. I've seen it twice now. It's really well done. It's it's as good as you can get. I mean, this this guy, top of his class, Chris Nolan, brilliant, brilliant film. I'm thinking even of doing a top five of the last five, sorry, a top ten of the last five years. I don't know. Ooh. I'm not sure if this would still be number Ooh, one. I'd it would have to, still be number one. That's, I'd have to go back and have a look. That's a very likeable <coughs> film. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did have a, have a chat about this. Uh, I agree with you on some points and not on others, but have a listen to the other podcast for that, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. I think that wraps it up, doesn't it? Whew. All right. Some good, some good and some bad in that talk. Yeah. So we'll be back soon with a review of... It's probably three billboards, I think. Let's do it. Okay. okay. Bye. Goodbye. We gotta go. Right now. Thank you.